When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show. And we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Anyway, let me get into this uh, into this topic uh, here. So yesterday, we did a live where we were reacting to some things that were said on ESPN First Take during uh, Shannon Sharp's visit. As you guys are fully aware, Shannon visits Undisputed two times a week. So what happened? <clears throat> Shannon Sharp, I mean, this is uh, ESPN First Take two times a week. So he goes up there and he brings up an interview, right? Uh, between him and Trevor Reza. Now, when Trevor Reza came to Club Shay Shay, he asked him to name his favorite players or who he thinks is the greatest player of all time, as he does with every NBA-related guest. So, he brought it up, and Trevor Reza says the following. I think Kobe is the greatest <clears throat> ever. I think he's the best player ever. He then says, I'm going to remove Michael Jordan off the ranking. So, MJ is here. And he's in a class all by himself. And then I'm going to rank the rest of the players. So he said, I have Kobe number one, or to quote him, Kobe 1A, uh, LeBron 1B, right? And then Shannon goes, really? And then Trevor Reza explains himself. That was the end of that. So then yesterday, I'm going through the internet and I see a clip, uh, you know, being recommended to me on YouTube of Shannon Sharp. Stephen A. Smith and I see uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron, or something like this in a, in a thumbnail with Trevor Reason. I'm like, <clears throat> what are they talking about? So I tune in to see what, we, what what they were discussing. And would you believe Shannon goes on ESPN First Take. He takes the clip of Trevor Reason on his show. He then goes to First Take. They play the clip. And Shannon and the rest of the panel essentially start clowning Trevor Ariza for his position. And Shannon is up there talking about, I didn't understand what he was talking about. But while but while he was on the show, he didn't bother to ask for clarification when the man was right in front of him. But instead, decided to go to ESPN First Take to do that, to get clicks and views at the expense of his guests. So we actually want to play that audio. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our sponsor, SeatGeek. 
SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now, here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So what we want to do is, we want to play this clip of Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, and Tim Legler discussing Trevor Reza's comments, and then we're gonna come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to this exchange here. You got Kobe over Mike? That's just my favorite player. Right. But, I mean, I, Mike is in a completely different, he's by himself. Right. Um, but if I had to say, Kobe is the best player ever. LeBron James is the oldest, current oldest player in the NBA. I mean, what, I mean, Trey, you play, I mean. 1B. Kobe one day, <laughs> one B. <laughs> well, well, first of all, I'm confused because he said Kobe's right, the best, but he did right. say Jordan's in the class by himself. Right. I was so about to say that. What, yeah. So is Kobe in the class by himself? Jordan's the class well, by himself. Let's not let's not lose the comedic element of that. <laughs> because Shannon, Shannon, do you see how exasperated Shannon was? <laughs> Shannon was like this. Stop I invited this brother to be a guest. Right. Nah, he I appreciate him being on, the, on, on, on my show, but but damn it, what is he talking about? But for me, Legs, <laughs> yeah. I, I think in order for to have the GOAT conversation, I think you have to have criteria. Huh. And for me, my criteria is you have to win three regular season MVPs and two finals MVPs. That's why Kareem, that's why Jordan, that's why Magic, that's why LeBron will. When we think of guys like that, that's why we put them in the GOAT conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, I get it, the flair for the dramatics, Kobe and the shots, but it's, not, it's just not all about rings. You look at LeBron, a 13-time first-team All-NBA player, a 17-time All-NBA player, a about to be a 20-time All-Star uh, uh, All game starts. I think when you bring the, uh, uh, all of it in its totality, that's why I have LeBron. But, you know, people like, okay, it's Jordan. And the guy that really never got any credit was Kareem. Because yeah. he had six MVPs, yeah. six championships. He was the all-time leading scorer until Brian uh, uh, surpassed him. I think a lot, a lot of this is, is like when you play with someone, you have an infinity, you have a, 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 a sense of loyalty. But for me, I think it's, it's, it's a two-man race for me. It's Jordan and LeBron, and I'm in Team LeBron's camp. I think finally, though, I will say this. At least there, to me, there are two guys that belong in the debate. It's LeBron and Michael Jordan, right? That, it's worthy of the debate. I'm going to be with Jordan. I'm going to, you know, look, and part of it is personal bias. That was my. He played the era. And my whole career was the 90s. Yeah. This dude won six titles in the 90s, all right? Yeah. So 
Yeah, I mean, so I, I it is a little bit personal because you see Which that. Which one of the real 23, though? You saw it up close, the one on the left. The <laughs> yeah, I appreciate Mike Ryan that number of times. <laughs> honor me. I understand. <laughs> he came into Washington and he picked 23 because I had just left there. I understand. He wanted right. to honor me. Right. I understand. <laughs> we understand that. Listen, Mike, appreciate right. that. No, listen, that's where the debate lies. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever heard another player, really, or anybody say Kobe. Right. right. Have you? I have Until he just said, but you're right, it made no sense because he said, listen, Mike's in a totally different class, but Kobe Bryant's the best player of all time. I don't understand where those two things go together. He disqualified oh, we the Kobe statement by where he put MJ. We, I'm going to ride with Jordan. We, we, we know that. I think you're in the same boat I am. But at least it, it's worthy of the debate now. Well, listen, we understand. Uh, it was a very ignorant statement on the part of Trevor Reason. <laughs> now, let me say this to, to Trevor Reason. Mad respect for him. 22 years in the NBA. Not many people could say that. And obviously, there was a time when he was an elite defensive player. You know that. Um, and so you give him props and you give him his respect. And But this is a perfect example of why sometimes when you're asking players about stuff, you, you, you can't trust them. <laughs> you just can't trust <laughs> right. them because, you know, the, the teammate stuff. Kobe is not even the greatest two-guard of all time. It would be Michael Jordan. He's second to Michael Jordan. Secondly, his style so emulated Michael Jordan that since he came second to MJ in that regard, how could he possibly be the best? So that automatically disqualifies him. When we look at LeBron, even though we compare LeBron to Jordan, two different styles of yeah. play. You understand? LeBron is more of a playmaker. MJ more magic. Assassin. MJ's an assassin, but LeBron is a 27-point-per-game scorer throughout his career, and you can't ignore that. You can't ignore his greatness, the four MVPs, the four titles, the 10 trips to the finals, all of these different things. Kobe Bryant, first time, first three titles, was with Shaq in his prime, who is arguably the most dominant force that we've ever seen at the big man spot, even though some people would say Will Chamberlain. So you look at it from that perspective. So you heard the exchange there. Now, I'm going to explain what I took issue with. Here's what I took issue with. Number one, if you felt as if you didn't understand what your guest said, you could have simply asked him to clarify his position. When Shannon did that, Trevor Reza clarified his position they moved on. What I thought was grimy was to then take your same guest, a clip from that same guest that came on your show, go to ESPN first take, and then basically say, I don't understand what Trevor Reza was talking about. And then you have Tim Legler, him jumping in. And then you have Stephen A. Smith talking about Trevor Reza's comments were ignorant. And I'm like, why are you doing this at the expense of your guest? If it's me, I would feel a type of way. If somebody invites me to their show, you're asking me a series of questions. I'm giving you my answers just to turn around and see you on another show playing clips from our interview talking about, I didn't understand what Charles was talking about. Yeah, he was off. Yeah, some of those comments, other people, yeah, some of those comments were ignorant. I would call up that dude like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? What type of weirdo fake, you know, what is this? You had me on your show. If you were confused or you wanted to have a little back and forth on that particular topic, you could ask me. But to then take my comments, take it to another show and start talking about me and I can't defend myself. I thought that's I thought that would be really, really tacky and grimy. And essentially, that's what I took issue with. That's number two. I have to ask the question. 
would it would hit what would it have even been a segment had Trevor Ariza said the inverse, which is I have LeBron number one A and I have Kobe one B. Do you think it would have been a conversation on ESPN? I don't believe so. And to me, it makes me feel like they had an issue with Trevor Ariza taking that position. And therefore, they decided to have this segment. That's what I believe. And to me, I think that Kobe Bryant is the no-go guy on ESPN because he's been, you know, uh, he's been chronicled in the past of calling him a bunch of idiots, right? And these are people. They probably took it personal. Uh, but he's the one guy that you can't be ranking very, very high on ESPN. You just can't do it. He's the one guy, right? But what happens is, Whenever you step out of the corporate uh, setting, you now enter into the independent realm. You now start having varying opinions and you see other NBA players ranking Kobe very, very high in other shows. And then it makes you begin to ask the question, OK, so wait, I'm, I'm confused here. You go to Steven Jackson, you go all the smoke. They got Kobe ranked high. You go to Gil's Arena, they got Kobe ranked high. You go to uh, uh, Paul George's show, they got Kobe ranked high. You go to all of these different podcasts. You go to a lot of independent creators, a lot of them have Kobe Bryant ranked high, but then you go back to ESPN and all of a sudden they have Kobe Bryant ranked low and you're like, okay, what's going on here? What's going on here? Almost every single time I've heard Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes question a guest on rank these three players, <clears throat> Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, I've heard a lot of guys say uh, 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 Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, I've heard, I've heard that a lot. I've also heard of the inverse, maybe Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. But the fact of the matter is these guys believe that these guys, at least Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, all, all top five players, in some cases, top three players. But when you, whenever you get the ESPN, it's a totally different matter. And I believe that if Trevor Reza gave Shannon Sharp the answer he wanted, it would not have been a segment. This is just my personal view, and I thought that was grimy. If you, if you invite me to your show and you disagree with what I say, please ask me on the show. Don't go produce another show or go on another show with our clip and talk about, I didn't understand what Charles, that's, that's, that's fake sucker. You know what? And I can't abide by that. There's, there's no integrity in that to me. It makes it look like as if you're just using me for views. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at dreamers pro official Instagram at dreamers pro and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now let's continue to the next segment. get into this topic here so today i came across a very interesting article uh from front office sports which had the which which had the following headline it says stephen a smith to espn i want to i want to be the highest paid talent so that's what stephen a smith recently said and that's the article we really that we really want to get into today now if some of you may not be aware and the, this is not the first time that stephen a smith is saying this stephen a smith has made it quite clear that number one he makes a lot of money for ESPN and he believes that he should be the highest paid personality uh, at the network. And I think an argument, quite frankly, uh, could be made because I think that he is the most recognizable personality at the network. No one makes more news and headlines than Stephen A. Smith. So he does generate a lot of attention. And I can understand where he's coming from, because if he's looking at it like, well, who's better than me in this building? Who's better than me? Then it would be 
only normal for him to have these sentiments. Now, to go out there and publicly say it, that's another thing. But that may be his way of putting pressure on the the, the company that uh, currently employs him. And that's really what we want to get into today. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now, here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So let me get into what this article have to say. It, said, it continues on. So after watching such talents, Troy Eggman and Pat McAfee score big deals, the host says it is it is. Uh, his turn. It continues on as the face of as the face and voice of ESPN. Stephen A. Smith has been patient about watching new hires like Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, Pat McAfee, Lee pass him on the salary chart. But Smith's patient appears to be at an end during an interview with uh, Clay Travis Outkick that was published uh, Tuesday. Smith declared that he wants to be the highest paid talent at ESPN. If Disney and ESPN don't make that happen under his next contract, Smith seems to be ready to go independent. When Travis asked him if he deserves to be the highest paid talent at ESPN, and Smith didn't hesitate. Yes, I'm stuttering. Hell yes. That's an absolute yes, Smith said. I've mastered my own business in the world of sports television, Clay Travis. Uh, I've been number one for 12 years. April 1 will mark 12 consecutive years. I've been number one. Not only have I been number one uh, every year, I've been number one every week and every month of every year for the past 12 years. You don't get to say that about too many people. I like... I, I look at whether it's Pat McAfee, it's Mike Greenberg, it's Scott Van Pelt, it's Troy Aikman, it's Joe Buck, it's Kirk uh, Herbstreet. The list goes on and on. I'm so honored to have colleagues that I have worked uh, that I that I have that I work with at ESPN every day. At the end of the day, it would be nice for one of for one day for this man to stand up before everyone and be like, "That's not number one," and that's and this and this says. I'm number one. To paraphrase, uh, Jay-Z Smith said, he's not just a talent, he's a business. He told uh, Travis, I have my own production company. I got my own YouTube channel. I got my own show. It's not even, it's not just even a podcast. It's a show with a fully loaded television studio that that's what I built for myself. That's, uh, that could go linear or digital. The list goes on and on. I'm doing all these things. I'm not doing all that to be uh, in second place. I'm not doing all that to look up at somebody else to see that they're making more than me when I'm producing superior ratings and revenue. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. And I'm not apologizing uh, for it for anybody. The host of the top rated uh, first take then lobbied for the contract uh, ball into the court then lobbed the contract ball into the court of ESPN's parent company, Disney. Again, I have great relationships and what and what have you, uh, but this business and Disney has a right to run its business the way they see it. ESPN does as well. But if they do, so do I. 
I hope we're able to work it out. I'm confident that we, we, we will because I'm incredibly happy there. We'll see. Smith currently makes roughly $12 million per year, but the big three uh, budget hires have overtaken him in the last two years. Top Monday uh, night football analyst Troy Aikman zoomed past him last year with a five-year $90 million contract that pays him $18 million per year. So did uh, MNF play-by-play announcer Joe Buck, who scored a five-year contract of $75 million worth $15 million a year. You could also argue that the NFL in its own category for ESPN, but Pat McAfee also vaulted past Smith with a new five-year $80 million contract worth $16 million per annum. Will Smith be happy if ESPN ups his total pay to $20 million annually? Probably. The question is whether he has enough leverage to make more than he's making now on his show or with another network. A jump to Fox is probably off the table since... Uh, it doesn't have NBA rights or stream or a streaming platform. It's an open question. Okay, so the article goes on and on. It's a great read. You guys should definitely go check it out. So what are my thoughts on this? And you know what? I'm actually going to bring this up to Marcellus Wilder. We're going to be interviewing him today. And I think it's going to be a very interesting topic item to hear him talk about this because he seems to know a lot about the business side of uh, sports media. So we're definitely going to be getting him to weigh in on this particular news here. So. Let me get into it. Uh, here are my thoughts on this. First of all, um, Stephen A. Smith has a point. I mean, if you look at the ratings, if you look at the numbers that he just read off uh, in, you know, in the quote uh, when, when he was talking to Clay Travis, those are some staggering numbers. And now you have to go out there and search, okay, well, who else is putting up these type of numbers with that level of consistency over that time, over that time period? So to me, once you start looking at that, and I'm sure that's what Stephen A. Smith is looking at, you begin to ask questions like, hey, why why aren't I being compensated at the level that these guys are being compensated? Now, some people may say, oh, it's a different sport. You know, uh, you know, th- these people are coming in with their own audiences. There's so many different things you can use to kind of rationalize what's going on. But I think that Stephen A. Smith has been aggressive about ensuring that he secures a big contract when this current contract expires by doing things like his own show, having his own podcast, becoming a little bit more independent, going out there talking about different things. And I think that he's beginning to understand that, listen, uh, you have to take your future into your own hands, because if you're waiting for somebody to make your dreams a reality, you're going to be very, very, very disappointed. And that's just the fact of the matter. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. The fact of the matter is simply this. You have your dreams, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that your employer has your dreams in their mind because your employer has his own dream, his or her uh, uh, own dreams. And they may not necessarily uh, necessarily align with yours. You know, I tell Marco this all the time. I said, we have to be honest about where we are. For example, if you want to own a Ferrari, just to give you an example, Ferrari is going to cost you about $300,000, not counting insurance, not counting repairs. So let's say you're going to need to put us out around 400 grand for Ferrari, right? Brand new spanking Ferrari. You then have to now ask the sobering question. Number one, am I currently doing the job that will enable me to be able to afford a Ferrari comfortably? If the answer is no, you need to slap yourself and wake the hell up. Number two, what job do I need to do to ensure that I can attain this dream? If you find yourself as an accountant, I don't know how much accountants make, but I'm pretty sure they don't make half a million a year. And by the way, 
studies have shown that most Ferrari owners make about half a million, 750,000 a year just to be able to be to own one. Then you now have to understand where you need to be. And Stephen A. Smith is probably looking at ESPN and saying, well, you guys are making all this money. I'm helping you guys make all this money, but maybe you're not part of their plan in terms of what they want to do with that money. Maybe they want to go out there and source for independent guys and bring them back into the fold. And to me, you're earn- <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll look, I'll speak about it from a different standpoint. If I'm making 12 million a year, you're in New York. So let's say you're bringing in 5.5 million, which is, <sighs> let's just ignore that. So let's say you're bringing in, let's say you're bringing in 6 million, right? In New York, right? Because with taxes and all of that. So I, I don't know. Stephen A. Smith seems to live in New York and California. I don't know how it works, but let's say he's, let's say out of that 12 million, he's making about 6.5 million, 6 million. Good. The question now becomes, well, what do you want? What do you want? Do you want to say, well, hey, I want to be making 20 million a year? Well, if you realize this company's not going to pay you 20 million a year, then you got to figure out, okay, so what can I do? Number one. Number two, am I generating the kind of income on a yearly basis to be able to go out there and get the thing that I want? To me, I think the answer is hell yes. I mean, Stephen A. Smith, if you're making six million a year, you could be spending, and some people may say this is risky, you could be buying $4 million worth of property every single year in real estate. Every single year. Hell, every two years, you could be buying $8 million worth of property in real estate. So you could become very rich very quickly if you know what the hell you're doing. To me, I think that, and I, and I, and I, and I want to be honest with you, the day Stephen A. Smith understands that he is a business, uh, as he said, but in the sense that you don't need these networks. You have a lot of cachet. You have a pull. You have an audience. That's the day you become free. And that's the day you realize really, really what you can do. You're in a power position, man. You don't need ESPN to do a damn thing for you. You got the money. Uh, you have the audience. I would say F it all and go out on my own and control my own damn schedule instead of be doing 45 different shows a week. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Yesterday, there was a game in the NBA uh, between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns, a playing tournament game. Now, I didn't watch the game because uh, it was too late. Number two, I'm, I've not been following the playing tournament, to be quite frank with you. I'm not just, it's not, it's not, it's not very interesting to me. Maybe I need to see it for one year or two, and then maybe I'll start to get interested in it. But anyway, this game took place. Uh, so I woke up this morning to look at the highlights, and I saw that there was a controversial call that took place at the end of the game, right? Phoenix Suns were down two points. Uh, the Lakers were inbounding the ball. They trapped them. They trapped uh, Austin Reeves. He fumbled the ball. The ball is out of his position, and LeBron James calls a timeout. Uh, which is illegal. You can't call a timeout if there's no possession of the ball. Uh, the Lakers were granted a timeout, and obviously the Lakers went on to win the game by three points. And I was like, I already know, right? I already know. Uh, I took to what I go to. I went to our Instagram, and I put out a short clip. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not talking about this, right? For those of you not following us on Dreamers Pro, Instagram is uh, Dreamers Pro. Same as the channel. You guys can follow us there. So. I was like, I'm not talking about this. Right? I don't feel like talking about it. I was looking at some of the comments uh, under that play from different, like, you know, Sports Center House of Highlights. And I was reading through the comments, right? And some people were being obviously facetious where some people, like, they saw what just took place and they started talking about other stuff. Like, somebody was like, well, you shot 37% from the floor. I'm like, 
uh what does that have to do with what we do with this particular place so people a lot of people were deflecting and trying to use humor false humor to uh deflect from the you know from the obvious so i was like i'm not talking about this i even put up a a, a, a comment on the community section of the channel but then what happened i was going through the internet this morning i came across a clip uh from espn's get up featuring jay williams and as i was listening to the clip i was quite surprised to see that Jay Williams basically called out the NBA uh, for blowing that call. And they were basically calling it what it is. They were like, this is favoritism uh, for Lakers or the home game. And I was like, whoa, really? Jay Williams is saying this? Are you allowed to say this? So I was like, okay, maybe maybe now we got to talk about it because, you know, uh, Jay Williams is actually stepping out there and actually going against the grain and saying what he saw. So I was like, now we definitely got to talk about it. But before we even get into his, you know, his comments, this video is brought to you by our sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app with over 28 million downloads. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeeks, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. And with the NFL and NBA season in full swing, SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Now, here's the best part and the reason I absolutely love SeatGeek. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good, red means bad. Every ticket is backed by the buyer's guarantee and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event. And we have great news for you because we got you guys a really, really good deal. Use code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And remember, when you try SeatGeek by using the link in the description below, just know that you're helping this channel. So what we want to do is we want to play exactly what Jay Williams had to say. And you guys can kind of listen to the play-by-play -play in, in the background of what he thought, uh, you know, transpired on the court yesterday. And then we'll come back and continue with the show. Take a listen to what he had to say here. We got LeBron on one side, KD on the other. What a ball game. What a finish, Lakers and Suns. Let's go to the fourth quarter. Suns down 94-92, but it's KD who had 31, knocking down a three. It's a one-point game. And then it's Anthony Davis, Monica, underneath. Yeah, just relentless on the glass. Anthony Davis was great with nine rebounds or 15 rebounds, excuse me, in this one. 27 and 15. Then it's LeBron. He played 40 minutes. Lakers take a three-point lead. And Jay Will, Austin Reeves knocking down a big three for L.A. What a big shot by Austin Reeves, but can somebody please teach the Phoenix Suns how to guard oh pick and roll? God, please, please. We'll get into all of that, but here comes the controversy. Crazy moment. Suns get a possession. They get a bucket. Now, Austin Reeves is going to get the inbounds pass and watch the ball pressure on him, Jay. He's going to give it up, and they will grant the Lakers a timeout, even though clearly no one has the ball. Monica, home cooking? Absolutely. Home cooking. This is terrible. Home cooking, Green. Just bad. It's one of the worst plays I've seen in all this year. And Here's another look at it again. We will show you everything you need to see. The timeout is granted to LeBron right here. That's where the basketball is. Jay, are you allowed to call a timeout if you don't have the ball? I mean, that's, that's the lesson I learned when I was in fifth grade, Greeny. Fifth it's grade. A terrible moment there. Son's not pleased. Anyway, it all comes down to this. Six seconds to go. AD at the line makes the first, misses the second. So it's a three-point game. Here comes K. KD with a chance for the tie. Ooh, and it's no good. And the Lakers escape 106-103. They're on to the semis. And Coach Vogel, not pleased. We get a quick two and foul. We can do that or, or trap, which was the plan, which worked. 
we got the trap, we got the turnover, the damn whistle blow. Like I, it's just it's frustrating. Jay, I mean, is I feel like as a fan, I got robbed of a game that should have gone into overtime, right? Because that, that's a lesson that you learn in fifth grade. I mean, if the ball's on the ground and it's not in possession, you know, shout out to LeBron for actually putting pressure on the ref to make the call. But there's no way in hell, Greeny, you can call a timeout and LeBron James right there with the ref. There's nobody has possession of the ball. How is that possible? The ball's going out of bounds. You can't call a time. It's just not... It's it's mind-boggling to me, Monica. Mind-boggling. I, I would agree, and I think post-game you heard the officials determine that the ball was still on Austin Reeves's leg, thus Lakers' possession. This year with the review stuff, Greeny, you can review possess or you can review fouls, or you can re- review inbounds and out-of-bounds. I don't understand why this isn't something that they could be like, we messed this up, call the jump ball, here we are. One way or another, it's a frustrating way to end what was an unbelievable game, and I will continue to say. The story is this man right here. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, who has played in the league now, checks notes, 67 years and is 38 (laughs) years old. Plays 40 minutes last night. The only person in the game to play 40 minutes. All 12 of them in the fourth quarter. He continues to be, I will say it, he continues to be the best player in the NBA at his age. So you heard what Jay Williams had to say. Uh, What are my thoughts? First of all, Am I surprised by this? No. I'm not surprised by it. Um, It doesn't surprise me, right? It's it's a business, and they probably won a very popular team in there uh, to go to the, I guess, the playing tournament finals because I think the Lakers are going to Las Vegas. I think they're going to the finals. I'm not even even sure. Uh, That's the one thing. So you want the Lakers there. You also want LeBron there because LeBron is a very big draw, and he's the face of the NBA, so is going to generate revenue, right? Ratings and people are going to watch. So there is a monetary incentive for that to be the case. Now, to suggest otherwise, you would be you would be uh, disingenuous, no matter who you are. This is an element within business, which is businesses want to make money. And the NBA is a business. And to suggest otherwise, you are insulting the intelligence of your fans or you're flat out playing dumb when we all can see the, the, you know, the obvious in front of us. So there's that aspect to it. Um, uh, was anything going to happen? Could they have done a, you know, could, could they have reviewed the play? None of that happened, right? You could hear uh, Phoenix Suns head coach Frank Vogel, and he was beside himself in the clip. But it is what it is, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it is what it is, like suck it up. I'm saying it is what it is in terms of you shouldn't be surprised by this. You shouldn't be. Now, an honest fan would be like, yeah, we got away with that, but most fans are not going to do that. It's just par for the course, right? It's just par for the course. The only thing I would say, however, is in the future, if a call goes against you, you can't be hollering and screaming because some will say things balanced out. So to me, I'm not really surprised by it to be quite, I, I actually was laughing when I saw it because I was like, this is so, it's so obvious, but what are you going to do? So these are my thoughts on this one. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.